Hey, and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. Today we continue our podcast series drawn from the Nature of Freedom collections on Brilliant TV. There are seven collections total in this series, each with about 12 or more episodes. Collection titles include It's Over, Something Got Finished Before You Got Started, The Marvelous Way God Works, Discovering Uncounters and Getting Unstuck, and more. We'll be featuring portions of Graham's content from these collections over the ensuing months, so stay tuned with us each episode of the podcast for the next installment. You can also find out more about each episode in this series by checking the description below. I'll put info and links there for you for each episode. You'll also find a link to the Nature of Freedom book that Graham wrote, which this BTV collection series is based out of. All right, on to Graham. Enjoy, be blessed, and rest in the rich love that the Father has for you and the affections of Jesus toward you, which never end. I'm Graham Cook, and this is our devotional series on the nature of freedom. Over the next sessions, we will be exploring this final section of letter two, what the cross means for you and me. And our focus is, nothing's wrong, something's missing. So listen to how this part of the letter begins. The implications for me of this amazing selfless act of love involve never having to look at your old man ever again. Now I only get to work with Jesus in your new man. This means, beloved, that when I look at you, I do not see anything wrong with you. Everything that was wrong about you, I have canceled out with your death on the cross. That great list of all that you have ever done and all that you are not was nailed to the tree and was taken away in Christ. I love that thought, that every accusation against us was nailed to the cross. Listen to how Paul wrote about it in Colossians 2, verses 13 and 14. When you were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our our transgressions, having canceled out the certificate of debt consisting of decrees against us, which was hostile to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it, to the cross. I love those verses. Think about that in police terms. When God looks at your rap sheet, it's blank. Isn't that amazing. Grace takes precedence over our history. I remember a time as a young Christian where I felt I was still dragging about my history in terms of my criminal behavior and family and poor choices. And I heard the Lord say, you don't know that all your history is expunged by grace? Seriously? In England, you have to stay out of trouble for 20 years of good behavior 
to have your criminal record wiped out. But God took your record, nailed it to the cross, and that was the end of it for him. That is astonishing. When someone goes to the office of criminal records and pulls your file, it's just going to be one blank piece of paper. That's it. The cross overcomes your history. Grace outshines legalistic cynicism. And it surpasses our expectations of God's kindness towards us. What a gift. If you're going to push the pause button today, this might be a good place for a Selah moment. That when God looks at us, He doesn't see your history. He only sees Jesus. How many gifts is God offering us that we have yet to receive in the fullness that he is giving them. Think about the woman at the well with Jesus in John 4.10, where he says to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Everything about God is astonishing to me in this regard. He has so many gifts because his love for us is so great and he's emphatic in his desire to make us exactly like Jesus. So the question here is, what is the gift of life that God has for you that you've yet to discover? You know, legalism focuses on what is wrong in the old man. Love doesn't see the old man. So it isn't grading you on your old behavior. It focuses only on your next upgrade of identity that already belongs to you in Christ. What's missing is our recognition of the good and perfect gift of God that is already present in your life in Jesus. You know, God is so happy when we come, when we expect His goodness, when we're anticipating His grace, when we know the gift of God on offer, and we ask with joy because we know it is His good pleasure to give it to us. As a parent, I never wanted my children to be afraid to ask me for what they needed. How much more does God want to lavish His children with the gifts of His true nature? Our confidence in who God desires to be for us and to us thrills His heart. So when our minds are renewed to that truth, what are we free to become? What old man thinking are we freed from? And who are we free to discover about our true identity in Jesus? So that's your question for meditation over the next few days or weeks. If you lived in the reality of all the accusations against you being truly taken away by the cross of Christ, what does that mean for you in your relationship with God? A blank slate, clean piece of paper, 
no record, no rap sheet, nothing against you. And what does it mean for God in his relationship with you? What did he gain and how does he respond to you now? Ask the Holy Spirit to show you the gift that God has for you now. And relax into the massiveness of God's grace. He's got you covered. This is where God gets to enjoy being with you. This is where you get to totally relax in Him. He's covered all the bad stuff. And now your life is completely open. It's made new. You're being renewed, restored, refreshed. Now your life is completely open to the beauty of who Jesus is in you and you, who you are going to become in him. That's such a fascinating thought. It should set us free from any negative. And I hope it does. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.